Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. I had surgery this summer, and I had to spend a lot of time on my back. I have a comfortable mattress and lots of pillows, so time on my back was quite pleasant. But it's not the creature comforts that made my time on my back worthwhile. It's the things that money can't buy, the real riches of life. And I've got a lot of those riches, and I'm going to cover them all. I'm still in the process of um, recuperating and getting back to my normal self, but as I'm doing that and as I'm in that process, I love this time of reflection about what I learned on my back. My faith is the first of the things that made my reclined time special. I knew I was covered by so many prayers, so, so, so many prayers. I have a personal relationship with the great physician. I have a loving group of prayer warriors who had my back, my front, my sides, my top, my bottom. I was covered with prayers. I was so fortunate. They let me keep my phone almost until they rolled me into the operating room. My sister Susan called and prayed over me. My dear, dear prayer warrior Mary Sana called just as they were about to knock me out. And my pastor called. Knowing that I have that kind of support, that kind of spiritual support, that made my time on my back easy. And let me tell you something. I did have support and the omniscient one did look out for me. Let me just tell you what happened. My sister was going to care for me, but she got COVID. My other sister was going to come up from North Carolina, but she developed a really painful disc problem and had trouble taking care of herself. But I have a niece. I have a niece who is a nurse practitioner, and she stepped in. And I have a Florence Nightingale of my own named Marcia, and I am still overwhelmed by her loving care. So between my niece, Tracy, Marcia, and my dearest friend, Ruth, all my bandages got changed, my drains were empty, I got my drugs on time, and I stayed really comfortable. When I went for my post-op appointment, the surgeon said I was doing outstanding. I explained to him that I had an excellent care team and an excellent prayer team. Yep, I sure did. You know, my time on my back reinforced the power of peaceful solitude and peace within. It is wonderful to be truly at peace, truly at peace. I wasn't worried or concerned. I've been calm. I knew and I still know that I'm on track for 100% healing and maintaining excellent health. I am so grateful to finally be at a point in my life where I have peace. You know, I, I started out talking about the things that money can't buy, and I want to come back to that. Of course, I like creature comforts. I enjoy a comfortable home, good food, heat in the summer, air conditioning. Now, I don't like heat in the summer. I like heat in the winter and air conditioning in the summer. I like all that. But it's the stuff that money can't buy that makes me so rich. I'm talking about the friends who called to pray and to laugh. I'm talking about the neighbors who brought cases of water and food. I'm talking about the nieces and nephews who kept checking in. I'm talking about the niece 
that's Tracy again, who FaceTimed with the doctor. I'm talking about flowers showing up from unlikely people. I've got a friend who is extremely, extremely wealthy, and she's at a crossroads. Part of the startling realization is that she's wealthy, but she doesn't have any of the riches that make life worthwhile. Now, I don't want to dwell on that. I just want to reiterate how crystal clear it is to me that the things money can't buy are what create a rich life. You know what? The other thing I was real grateful for during my time on my back is my sense of humor. Oh my goodness, I had to laugh at my own stupidity. I kept saying I was going in for a procedure. I was going in for a procedure. I never said I was going in for surgery. My sister Susan finally said, it's surgery. You're going under anesthesia. It's not just a procedure, it's surgery. Well, technically, it was a surgical procedure. I had to laugh at myself a lot. I laughed when I realized, and I still laugh about this, that all my plans for socializing the week after surgery were folly. It was so foolish to think that I could be going out to dinner two or three days after surgery. I was so unrealistic. I thought I was going to this big birthday party five days after the procedure. I thought I'd be hosting guests the following week. You talk about unrealistic. I still laugh because I had trouble putting on my own underwear. And now let's talk about the bra situation or my obsession about matching. I mean, really, Joanne, how could I possibly have thought five days later I was going to be at a party? Let me tell you something. I learned about the pros and cons of advanced preparation. Let me start with the pros. It was great to have my meals already in portion-sized containers in the freezer. That was good. I was That was something I do normally. Um, and so that was good. I'm glad I have that habit. It was good to have all the stuff I needed for my daily protein shakes. That was great. And it made life easier for my caretakers and for me. Now I want to talk about the cons. I like to be prepared. I pride myself on it. But... I did not get my act together well enough to have all of my podcasts recorded for the summer. Oops. Yep. There were three weeks with no podcast release. A regular listener sent me an email asking if I was on vacation. And I realized a couple of things. First, preparation is good, for sure. Second, not preparing these podcasts didn't kill me and it didn't kill anyone else. This was a very good lesson for me in forgiving myself for dropping the ball. So yeah, preparation, it matters, but not preparing is okay too. And I have to tell you, it was fun to get an email from a regular listener. So thank you, Jawanda Rouse. You gave me an unexpected surprise and a big, big, big smile. So thank you again. I'm still in chill mode. I have a few more weeks of recuperation. Oh, that's the, that's the other thing that I did learn in all this. When the doctor tells you it's 8 to 12 weeks to recuperate, he means it. He means it. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's talking about. Because I thought for sure I'd be back in my groove in about two weeks. And that just showed me how ridiculously delusional I am. Or I could look at it this way. I could say it shows me how optimistic I am. Listen, if you get the blessing of time on your back, enjoy it. 
Take the time to reflect on all of your blessings before, during, and after. Time on your back is a gift. Stay healthy. Stay well. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe if you haven't already. I add new and relevant leadership learning all of the time. If you haven't visited the Smichael Speaks YouTube channel, check it out. There's all sorts of new content. All of this is virtual leadership learning that will help you soar.